Welcome to the Witch's Healing Podcast. This is a show that helps you get back to the basics of your spiritual journey. I am your host, Moonstone Energy, spiritual wellness coach and entrepreneur. I am here to show you that the way out is within. Now let's get into this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. If this is your first time here, welcome. Make sure that you join the tribe on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Moonstone underscore energy. All links and resources pertaining to this episode will be in the listen notes of the show. Now, this particular episode, we're going to talk about getting back to the basics because it's been a while. (laughs) So, For this particular episode, we're going to talk about altar work. So when you first start your journey, um, I know for me personally, I started out reading books, reading about crystals, getting crystals, getting sage, getting incense. And then I slowly transitioned to using tarot cards and oracle decks once I decolonized my mind. Um, I was able to understand more about spirituality once I did that. So um, when I got more comfortable with within myself and within spirituality, uh, within my spirituality, um, I ended up creating a altar space for myself like a working altar, as well as a space for my ancestors. So when it comes to altar work, the first thing that you want to do is bless your altar and cleanse it. Now, when you are cleansing, because the first thing you want to do is cleanse your altar, and then you want to bless it. So you cleanse your altar space um, physically, of course, if you have, what is that? Some lemon pledge or something, cleanse it down. (laughs) You don't want no dusty altar. Um, and mind you, everyone's altar can look different. Um, I think a lot of people don't understand that some people may use different objects as an altar. For example, some people are closet witches and I, I I feel you, okay? The struggle can be real. So your altar may look like a darn shoe box. It may look like a little wooden box that has a key and a lock to it. It may be one of those little tin can joints, whatever it is. Just make sure you cleanse it out. <laughs> that's that's just bottom line. Cleanse it out. Um, altars aren't always tables. Some people um, use bookcases, you know, depending on the type of space that you have. Um, I know that it's a lot of confusion going around as to um, what your altar is supposed to look like along with where your altar is supposed to be. Um don't listen to that. <laughs> Once again, like I mentioned before, a couple episodes back, your spirituality is yours. And the only spirits that you need to be appeasing is the ones that walk with you. They will tell you where to put it. They will tell you how everything should go. I Anyone can give you a blueprint of what they did. And that's fine. It's perfectly fine. But at the end of the day, you're supposed to go within yourself 
and work with your spirits to figure this type of stuff out. I would not sit here and try to tell you where to put your altar now. If it, it pertains to a certain practice, you are supposed to put them in certain spaces because of the certain spirit that you're working with. So that's a completely different topic. But as far as a regular working altar or a regular ancestral altar, you put that sucker where it belongs and where it fits in your house. Next <laughs> topic. <laughs> Okay. Spirits don't attach themselves to one spot. They can move. That's the most common misconception is that, oh my God, my my, my, um, ancestors altars in my bedroom. So every time I'm hunching on somebody, they're going to see me. No, they're not. (laughs) Let's move along. Now, when it comes to cleansing your altar, cleanse it with regular lemon pledge, whatever cleaning solution that you have. And then you go in and do a spiritual cleansing with Florida water that's already been blessed. Psalms 91 over the Florida water. Um, Psalms 91 has been prayed over the Florida water. Let me be more specific. And you smoke cleanse it. So whatever smoke cleansing agent that you have, sage, incense, whatever you use, you cleanse that space with it. And then as far as blessing your altar, um, it depends on what you practice, but um, I know some people take to utilizing oils, like depending on what, you know, whatever you call it. So whatever intention oil you want to use, use it basically is what I'm trying to say. So if you feel like you need to use Van Van oil, abundance oil, ancestors or spirit oil, whatever oil you feel is necessary for you to bless your altar, you bless it. Okay. Next, you want to call in your spirits. So when I say calling in your spirits, you want to invite them in. So you want to have something that's going to lead the way, right? So you want to have your candle. You want to have some form of an incense, like frankincense and myrrh. That's more of a spiritual um incense that you will have to call in spirits or sweet grass. That's another one too. It calls in good spirits. Sweet grass incense or actual sweet grass will be just fine. Um, and you want to have offerings. So that could be like food, like actual food, a plate of food that you will leave out for probably 24 hours and get rid of it afterwards. Fruit, whatever you have, um, water, tea, coffee, liquor, (laughs) Um, wine. It just depends on what spirits you're trying to call forth. Now, you have the, you know, you have to be mindful. Like if you're calling in your ancestors, I would be cautious as to what type of offerings you would give. So say, for example, you're trying to call in your great uncle or something And you knew that your great uncle passed away due to lung cancer. I wouldn't offer him cigarettes, if you get what I mean. Like offer something that is not linked to their demise. (laughs) So you definitely want to be mindful of that when you are making your altar and calling in your spirits and offering them something. Okay. I'm going to dive back into this episode in one moment. 
but I had to interrupt and let you know that you are not alone. You are loved, and most importantly, you are supported. If at any moment you feel that you need guidance or mentoring, you have resources available to you, love. Please visit moonstoneenergy.com and book a one-on-one spiritual coaching session or an intuitive reading, and let's get you back into your power. And one thing that I feel that we all need to, or me personally, um, (laughs) sometimes I feel like one thing that can be overlooked as far as altar work is simply just sitting at your altar and spending time with your ancestors. That could be you sitting down. That could be you journaling, and that's another thing you want to put in, well, incorporate into your altar work is a journal. I highly recommend that you have an ancestor journal, not a, you know, this is not a journal that you would have to speak with your ancestors and to just journal out like, oh my God, my boss blew me, stuff like that. Like (laughs) designate a journal for your ancestors, because essentially this is a literal portal for you to communicate with them. Um, so, and you also want to be very respectful of that. You want to take care of it. You don't want to just toss it around. You will have it and you, you, you'd basically treat it like you would your tarot deck or your Oracle deck. You would use it and then put it away safely. That's basically what you would do. And that's how you would treat that journal. And, um, while you're there, like when you're doing altar work, you want to sit down, you want to communicate them, but you also want to meditate with them. A good ancestors meditation, um, spirit guide meditation is definitely, in, you know, called for. Um, and even if you're not, you know, like sitting down and communing with them, you want to actually, because your altar is your sacred space. You want to take a moment to sit in that space and just decompress. This is a space where the physical meets the spiritual realm. So this is, if not any like other sacred space there is, like this is like one of the most important spaces that you need to be in in um to like meditate, I feel. Like this is a really good space to do that, especially um if you're looking to do like a personal, like a stress reliever, um, meditation, ancestor meditation, chakra alignment, something like that. That will be a good space to do that in. And speaking of meditations, um, as of this Friday, February the 10th, let me just triple quadruple check because I got these things written down. So yes, so on February the 10th, I will be releasing subscriber-only content for all my, you know, my lovelies that really enjoy my podcast um, that would like to subscribe to the subscriber-only content. Um, I want to make it something that is going to be a part of the healing process, but also beneficial to you as well. So for $6.99 a month, we'll be doing meditations. Well, you'll be doing meditations with me. So I am doing something I've been thinking of for a while, but it's like, I wanted to do it, but I wasn't too sure if I wanted to do it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to set this type of content aside for those that would be interested in doing it. Um, 
because I feel like this will be something that is very specific to a certain audience, if you get what I mean. So if you are looking for meditations of with different intentions, and if you're interested in private intuitive messages from me, um, and much more, I would highly recommend that you subscribe. The first episode is scheduled to go up on February the 10th, which is this Friday. Um, so make sure that you subscribe. And I'll also include a link to the subscriber only content in the listen notes of this episode so that you can go ahead and get everything started. But yes. I would really, really, really appreciate it. Um, I actually, I love podcasting. <laughs> so I want to do something else that's going to, you know, help the collective. So yes, meditations with me. And also one more thing that I want to bring into the mix is candle work. So your altar work is just as important as you're getting up, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, eating lunch. I mean, eat, eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, is It's just as important to work your magic at your altar um, as often as you can. I'm not saying do um, candle magic every single day or every week, because I know with everyone's schedule, it's not it's literally impossible to do it in such a way. I'm not saying that you can't because if you commit yourself to it, of course you can. Um, I did it for a while, but I found myself slipping because there was so much going on in my life. So I had to slow it down. So I don't do candle magic as often, but when I feel I need to, I do it. And normally when I do it, I include a ritual, spiritual bath, um, for my shop into the mix. So if, so like for me, um, when I have like a moment where I want to do more spiritual work, like, um, healing protection, like, like, um, psychic protection, um, enhancing of my own spiritual gifts and things of that nature. I typically gravitate towards the moon priestess bath salt that I have in the shop, as well as the crystal vision candle that those two things together help me to get more aligned on a spiritual level. And it also helps to cleanse out my aura, get me grounded, remove anything that is negative and keep me in a place where I am receiving downloads consistently and um, effortlessly. Like I'll get the information I need when I need it. That's how I set my intentions for that. So yes, I highly recommend you to continue to work with candles if you haven't been doing that on a regular basis or at least somewhat consistent basis every other week, once a month, something. You want to get to a point where you're doing it depending on the field that you're in. So say, for example, if you have a highly demanding career or job, I would definitely recommend, of course, meditations, but I also recommend doing something bath or type of candle work that is consistent with removing negativity, 
evil eye protection, stuff like that on a either weekly basis or bi-weekly basis. So twice a month, if that, you know, if not more. Because everything that's going on right now, um, and just like the last episode from last week, the world is crazy. It's literally losing its mind and it's eating itself alive. So you want to make sure that you are taking care of your spirit. And, and, and the way that you would take care of your spirit is by doing the work, which is shadow work, candle magic, ritual spiritual baths, um, meditations, prayer, affirmations. Um, that's just as important as well. And that's why I, um, not just with the subscriber content, but with the meditations, I wanted to incorporate that as well, because listen, it is so much stuff that you can do in this world. But a lot of the thing, a lot of the times I've, I found that we keep ourselves from doing the things that we want to do most. And even the things that we could potentially excel in by talking to ourselves in a negative way and telling ourselves that we can't do it or using words like I can't and the B word, which is I'm broke. Like I am not broke. Boo. <laughs> even when I ain't got it, I got it. That's how your attitude should be. I don't care if your bank account is on zero. You got it. <laughs> that's how you, that's how you go from being in a lack mentality to being rich as fuck. That's just basically how it works. So when you constantly talk to yourself crazy, you're going to get constantly crazy ass results. That's just <laughs> natural progression, right? You got to be careful with how you speak to yourself. Anytime anyone that is around me says something like I can't or I'm this or that, I immediately interject and say, um, excuse me, but what did you just say? And they tell me what they said. And I said, uh, no, mm -mm, that's not it because we're not going to do that. I don't want that energy around me. So I need you to correct yourself and say what it is that you really want. If you really want this, you're going to say it how it's supposed to be said now. That's how I operate. Okay. <laughs> So yes, all in all, just make sure that you are make essentially taking care of yourself as well as your altar. The first of the month, you need to be cleaning your house. If you know, I mean, of course you want to clean your house when needed. You know, I'm not going to tell you what schedule to be on when you clean your house, but you want to make sure if not on the first, you want to make sure that it's cleaned by the first. So that way you're, you know, brace, basically bringing in blessings into your home. And you also want to refresh your altar around that time as well. Clean it off. If you have an altar cloth like I do, you want to make sure that that is clean because it can get a little messy, you know, oils and things get all, you know, get spilled everywhere. So you want to make sure you're cleaning your altar cloth regularly, cleaning your altar regularly, blessing things, cleansing things down and setting up your wards for protection and just getting yourself all the way together. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, if you are listening on Spotify, just make sure you let me know what you thought about the episode. Give me, you know, let me know what's going on and make sure that you, you know what? Let me just put this out there. 
please rate this show for me, please, so I can know what it is that you would like. Give me some feedback so I can hear from you. So please, whatever platform, app, whatever you're using, take a second after you listen and rate this episode. Tell me what you think. Um, And I also have the option, if you are listening on Anchor, you can also send a message to me to um, be featured on the episode. Um, It could be a question about anything, honestly. Just let me know what you think and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. The next time you hear from me, let's say the next episode, you'll be one step closer to your highest self one step closer to stepping into your divine energy and in complete flow. And so it is. Pache. Pache.